Wow, what a year it's been. It's time to get loud for the last time. If you choose to wear makeup, you absolutely hate how you look. Take her swimming on the first date like she's a catfish. Like if I want to post a full glam selfie too, like I can. In real life, you can't do that. You're not walking around with a filter on your face, so. It's time to get loud. Welcome back. It's time to get loud for the last time. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavi, a podcast where we break down the walls of beauty standards one flaw at a time. And today's episode is the last episode of Loud Talk with Lavi for 2023 for season one. Wow, what a year it's been and I am so excited to say that yes, we will be continuing Loud Talk with Lavi into 2024 for season two. I wasn't sure if this was going to happen, if this was going to last more than a year, but I told myself I'm giving myself a year to do this podcast, try it out, see how I like it because I had never done podcasting before um, other than like a few maybe guest episodes on some other shows. And I was really excited to, you know, build this platform out and kind of, you know, step away from my typical social media presence and build a community here that's a little more real and raw. And I am so happy that I, you know, went forward and made this podcast and I told myself I'll give it a year. You know, I'll give it a year of being consistent, posting, you know, weekly on Sundays um, and seeing if this is really something that I enjoy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. When I started this podcast, my boyfriend came up with the name and I immediately loved it because I wanted to be able to get loud about topics I was passionate about. And more importantly, have a platform where I can talk to you openly about topics lots of people avoid. Through struggling with self-confidence, hormonal acne, and finding my worth, what helped me the most was community and talking through my experience. Talking about your struggles can be hard, but with better help, you can find a therapist that suits your needs and have therapy sessions from the comfort of your home and at a time that is convenient for you. I always say that confidence, self-love, and happiness don't come overnight and are aspects that need to be worked towards each day. If you think you might benefit from therapy, BetterHelp might just be for you, and you can click the link in the description to get 10% off your first month. Thank you for supporting this channel, and remember to tell yourself something you love about your skin today. I also wanted to see if that if we can make this show something that you guys also really enjoy, and I think from the responses that I saw in the first season, and also landing a sponsorship for a few episodes of the podcast in December of 2023, which it's just these last few episodes, is kind of crazy to me because I told myself, you know, it'd be nice that if after a year of doing this, I could at least break even on some episodes because I put a lot of money into this podcast, a lot of time, money and effort. And, you know, I love it. This is not, I didn't start this podcast as like another, necessarily as another income stream, but it would be nice to maybe break even on some episodes every now and again. So that was really, really exciting for me. And I think getting that like right before the year ended, right before we cut off this season was kind of like a message to me that like, okay, we have to keep this going for season two next year and just see what becomes of it because I really enjoy the space. It's such a like safe space for me to just talk about anything I'm feeling, to have guests on and share experiences, um, talk about confidence, self-worth, 
business, um, just becoming the best version of you that you can. I think that this has really allowed me to talk about conversations that I don't typically um, or necessarily open up as much about on my regular platforms. And it has been quite a season. We did 39 episodes this year and I'm hoping that for next season, 2024, we can do even more um, because at the start of the podcast, there were a lot of like figuring things out of just like, okay, how do we do this? How do we put this show out? You know, technical difficulties, all of that. And we have had 20 guests on Loud Talk with Lavi over the past year, which is crazy because not only has this podcast allowed me to connect more with you guys and share my experiences, but it's allowed me to co- connect with 20 individuals that maybe I wouldn't have connected with as much if it weren't for this podcast. I think that this podcast has given me an amazing excuse to reach out to people and just be like, hey, I have this show. Would you be interested in getting interviewed? And most of the time people say yes because everyone loves to talk about their experiences, what they do for work, what they do day-to-day life. And it just gives me like an hour to pick someone's brain, which is really, really cool. And honestly, like I don't think I would have been reaching out like that to people to just like talk and have these conversations if it weren't for this podcast. So overall, I'm so happy that I started doing this and you know, it was 20 connections this year. I already have some amazing guests lined up for 2024. I cannot wait for you guys to listen and you know, see these new episodes that are coming out because We're coming in strong for 2024 with the guests we have and I'm so excited. Speaking of, so this will be the last episode of season one. We'll be coming back after the new year with season two. So taking a couple weeks off there for like Christmas, the holidays and New Year's. um, I typically don't take much time off from work. And I won't be taking really any time off of like my other platforms like TikTok and Instagram. But I was like, you know what, for this podcast, let's just like take a couple weeks off and come back really strong with some brand new episodes in the new year. So we'll be starting back up. I believe January 7th we'll be coming back with the podcast, which I'm really excited about. Um, So that week we'll have new episodes. I also want to hear from you guys, like, do you like the Sunday episodes? We post 7 a.m. Sundays, Mountain Center time. So let me know, like, do you want the 7 a.m.s? On Sundays, would you rather Mondays or a different day of the week or a different time? I'd love to hear from you guys because so far I've just like kept rolling with the Sunday mornings, which like makes my Saturday nights a little <laughs> hectic. So then I'm like, oh, I have to like get the podcast <laughs> ready. But if you guys like the Sundays, I'll keep the Sundays going. But just let me know down below or send me a DM on Instagram or whatever and I'll get back to you there. But I just want to say thank you for supporting this podcast throughout this year. It was really a journey for me because coming off of like traditional social media, I didn't really know how this would go and I think it kind of taught me again that like patience of waiting for something good to grow and it really brought me back to like my OG YouTube days. When I started out on YouTube I was 13 and it took me years to build the platform I have now on YouTube Um, and I can kind of owe that to like YouTube shorts and TikTok honestly for kind of expanding my platform and bringing people to my YouTube channel but for years it took me I remember when I hit a hundred subscribers I was talking to this with my mom the other day she actually brought it up she was like do you remember when you hit a hundred subscribers and it was like insane and I was like yeah like that's so so crazy to me and then I remember when I hit 10,000 I made a full video like it was just the most insane thing I had like the subscriber count on my phone and I was like constantly like checking it and I just felt like wow like 10,000 people are subscribed to my channel and I think once I grew my other social media with TikTok and Instagram and all of that it like not that you know I don't like 
I don't want this to sound weird, but not that I'm not grateful for every single view and every follow and every piece of engagement that any of you guys bring to me, but I'm kind of desensitized to, let's say, like, a hundred followers now just because of the growth I've had. Not saying again, I'm not grateful for any hundred followers that join the page. It's just different when you're like growing, right? It's the same like if you're starting a business or making money, like it's the same thing, right? And this podcast, when I started it, I think because I was kind of used to that like kind of instant like growth that I had seen over the past year. When I first started putting out episodes, I was like, oh, wait, I'm not seeing that. And then I really quickly was like, wait, this is a whole new platform. First of all, I started it on completely different channels. Like, I didn't start posting the podcast on my personal channels. I, like, made a f- fully separate podcast channel. And podcasts, first of all, are not a 30-second clip that are gonna is going to reach a million people. It's going to be an hour-ish long episode that people have to really love you and be attentive to to actually listen to. So... I really had to switch my mindset to that and honestly it's been so nice to grow something new from the start and get excited over a hundred subscribers you know the podcast hit like on on youtube we hit a thousand um subscribers we're at a thousand one hundred right now and honestly for the past year i'm really really proud of that growth considering you know that this has been so new to me and it's not really my niche maybe I don't know but I'm just really excited for where these conversations can lead I'm really excited for the people that I'll get to meet in the new year like I wouldn't even know exactly like who I'm gonna all have on season two right it's different opportunities come up different connections come up and if you're listening to this it's also that piece of encouragement that just reach out just do what you want to do in life because you never know what you'll get out of it and I was talking to a friend yesterday and saying some of the guests that I was going to have on for 2024 and she was like wow it's crazy how many people you've met and you know I I really thought about that and like I responded saying you know like it's really just about reaching out and asking because the worst someone can say is no to a conversation and that's in this case but even in any real life case I think reaching out to people for conversation is such an important part and maybe this is the business kid in me but networking is truly so important and it can be so great to find mentors in life or just people you relate to or potential friends so I really encourage you in real life too if there's someone you want to have a conversation with just reach out I was even thinking of doing maybe a live episode in 2024 um, with you guys where I invite you know however many of you want to join on zoom and we do kind of like a Q&A live session where we just kind of all chat and I think that would be really cool but I would love to hear your thoughts on that idea as well but okay that was a really long intro of just like me winding down season one and getting excited about season two of loud talk but I want to get into the topic of today's podcast and that is the global debate on social media of whether wearing makeup makes you insecure or less confident and all of that I think this is such a funny conversation to me because I get comments all the time saying like whenever I have a full face of makeup on or I'm doing my makeup and covering up my skin people are like well clearly you're not confident because like you're putting a pound of makeup on or like clearly you don't love yourself or like basically anything like as soon as I put makeup on it like erases anything I could have said about self-confidence self-love how to be confident in your skin because people are clearly you're not confident if you're putting on makeup and I think this is you know a little bit of a gray area I think there's been points in my life where yes I have worn makeup because I lacked confidence I would say this was a lot when I was younger like a teenager in high school I mean, I didn't really care if people saw my real skin online, which was an interesting thing. I would post like 
YouTube videos. So at the beginning of the video, I was makeup free. And then at the end of the video, I had full glam on. But there was something about like going out in public without makeup that like was like bone chilling. Like I, I just like when I was breaking out, I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. Not that I like never did. Like I still did. But especially if I was going to like an event or seeing like extended family or friends, I like had to cover up my skin and it started to really feel like a chore for me which was not good at all and I would say during COVID I really changed my relationship with how I viewed makeup because I started viewing it less as like a chore or something I had to do and more that I would just do for fun and that, because you know we were just all at home I would do my makeup because I loved doing it and I wasn't going anywhere so I would just like get glam and because I wasn't going anywhere a lot of times I was like, oh, like, I don't even really feel like doing my foundation because, or my concealer because I'll just, you know, I just want to play with some, like, eyeshadow, bronzer, blush, highlight, lip, lip products, all of that. And once I started doing that, I started realizing, like, hey, I kind of like how this looks. And then when I would wash it off at night, I felt a lot more confident because I'm like, I'm not having that moment in the mirror of kind of erasing my idea of perfection for myself and having to face a part of myself, an image of myself that I did not like at all. And doing my makeup in that way where I wasn't covering my skin, but I was still having fun with makeup made me feel really beautiful. It made me feel really confident. But then at the end of the night when I would take my makeup off, it wasn't like this huge shock factor because I would just like look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I look the same, you know? So that was an interesting journey a little bit about like my journey with makeup and it's definitely evolved from there. I think I've become a lot more comfortable sharing my real skin online too. Um, but the interesting thing, it's still like with those like friends or like people I'm meeting in real life or extended family where I get a little bit insecure of not even them seeing my skin in person, but even just seeing my posts on social media because I feel like maybe it makes me less credible but I think a lot of people can have bad relationships with makeup because I was there too and I had that even though I loved it it started becoming this like love-hate relationship but I think there's this this whole part of the internet that really thinks that if you choose to wear makeup you absolutely hate how you look and that's something I always kind of like try and combat and like you know kind of tell them straight like saying no not necessarily like I can love how my skin looks and accept my skin even if it's breaking out, you know, and I can tell myself in the mirror, give myself those words of affirmation, try to boost my confidence, but if I want to wear a little bit of makeup that day or if I want to do a full beat down of my face where I look like a completely different person, like whatever, it's not that big of a deal. And I think that there is this almost pressure, especially on women, where it's like you should look put together all the time, so then we do our makeup and then all of a sudden, nope, like that's too much makeup, it's unnatural, you look fake, you're a catfish, blah, 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 blah. So then you like tone it down and then people are like, are you sick? Are you unwell? You know, why don't you look um, natural like the celebrities we see online where people think that they're not wearing any makeup and really it's like two hours in a makeup chair. So there is this whole like notion of it, right? And I think I don't get this backlash when I do like natural makeup and I still like wear foundation cover my skin. People are instantly like, so clearly you don't love your skin. And it's like, well, I can. And if there's a day that putting on a bit of makeup makes me feel more confident in my skin, then so be it. For me personally, like putting on lip gloss and a lip look makes me 
feel unstoppable. It's crazy what it can do. And sometimes maybe you just need that little bit of boost that day. I think where the gray area kind of ends is when you're relying on that for your confidence rather than having it as like the cherry on top. What's like the analogy of like relationships? Like you shouldn't be two halves of a whole with your partner. You should both be equal people and then you're just kind of adding like benefits to each other's lives. I think it's the same. Okay, weird analogy to go by, okay? But like I think it kind of is the same idea in this case because if you can be confident without makeup and know that you're that bitch and know that like you feel unstoppable, but one day you want to do a full beat down, lip gloss, lashes, all of that, then you're just like topping it, you know? And it's not the only way to do it. I always say if I have a day where I'm feeling down, I do my makeup, I'll do it in like a lighter sense so that I'm not getting into that toxic part where I know I've been before creating that love-hate relationship with makeup because then it'll just make me feel sad at the end of the day when I'm taking my makeup off if I don't feel good on my skin that day. So on days like that, I'll do lightweight makeup, you know, maybe lighter coverage, maybe like a tinted sunscreen, a tinted serum so that when I take it off at night, you know, it makes me feel more confident in my skin during the day because it like covers up a bit of my redness. But when I take it off at night, like it's not this like huge drastic change as opposed to like a full coverage foundation. And then, you know, but the same goes like doing your hair um, in a way that you like, putting on an outfit that you feel like confident and good in. It all is the same thing. And I think when it comes to makeup, there's so much of this hate that like people call people catfishes or men say like, well, women can put on makeup and like I can't. Well, at the end, like you can do whatever you want. If you want to wear makeup, go for it. Wear makeup. I don't know why y'all hating on women for wearing makeup because you have all the power in the world to wear makeup if you want to you're just not choosing to, you know what I mean? And it's crazy what some people can do with makeup. Yes, it can very drastically change your face, but I think most of us on a day-to-day basis, like we're not sitting doing like drag makeup for three hours where we look like a completely different person. So I think this whole notion of like kind of teetering on, on like where you can feel confident is really where people start to comment things, but then you can also feel like maybe less confident in yourself. And one thing that has really helped me with my own insecurity in that is doing my makeup in ways that accentuate my features rather than cover my flaws. And even if I do a full coverage foundation, I mean, you'll still see my texture, you know, you'll still see my lines, my real skin underneath because I don't have smooth, perfect skin. And that's not something I can, you know, really change. Yeah, I can go online and use a filter and I I don't filter any of my stuff anymore, obviously, because I talk about all this stuff. But um, in real life, you can't do that. You're not walking around with a filter on your face. So I think when people say like, oh, take her swimming on the first day, like she's a catfish. Like, for example, take me when I had acne. When I first met my boyfriend, I remember we went on the first date and I was wearing quite like full coverage makeup because I did feel kind of insecure with him seeing me with acne on my face um, because when we did originally meet, I had like clear 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 skin the smoothest skin so when we reconnected went on our date and I had like a full face of acne I felt like I had to cover it but because it was so inflamed at the time even though I was wearing makeup you could see all of that texture underneath and it was very clear that I was struggling with my skin even underneath the makeup and I did a full episode with him he was actually one of my guests for season one we did a full episode kind of talking about this and his thoughts on my acne and my skin and for the most part like he 
cannot care less um, about my skin because he's like, that's, you know, your journey. Like, that doesn't make me see you any differently, whether you have acne or not, which I think goes to also show the difference between maybe like a boy and a man if they're really like oh you're catfishing with all this makeup like you can tell like you can tell when people have texture or have like acne or whatever it is um maybe it looks like less apparent because it's not like super red or anything but like you can you can still tell so I think people kind of jump to that like catfishing topic too too fast I have all of these silly little boys in my comments all the time being like you're catfishing you're catfishing and I'm like oh my goodness and then my favorite comment is when they're like imagine waking up next to her in the morning and being scared into that I always say like you wish and that's the kind of attitude you need to have with this is you know I'm all about being your authentic self and that's why I post makeup free photos of me online and um, I'm really real about how my skin is doing but if I want to post a full glam selfie too like I can and it doesn't mean that I'm trying to change necessarily the way I look I can like how I look with makeup and without makeup because at the end of the day makeup is an art and I think that's what a lot of people misconstrue and forget about and I definitely forgot about it when I started kind of feeling that like love-hate relationship with it I didn't feel like it wasn't art anymore I didn't feel like I was doing it to find peace and enjoyment because honestly there's nothing better to me in the world than sitting down doing your makeup um putting on some music it is so relaxing honestly and it's so fun to play around with the look and create something really beautiful but when it does become that kind of like chore that's when it can get a little a little toxic and you kind of have to sit back and I think in those situations where you have to give yourself the time to kind of play around with it and find that art back in it again and yeah I also find one of my favorite comments is like one wipe and it's all gone. I've responded to a bunch of those too and I'm like, if you think I think I'm disgustingly ugly without makeup on, like you are so wrong. <laughs> and like that's that's one thing I just find so funny. I literally just googled is wearing makeup catfishing and I love this response from Cora. No, catfishing is pretending to be someone you're not. For example, if you're using someone else's pictures and saying they're pictures of you, there you go. So if me today wears makeup and then takes it off I'm still the same person I'm still the same personality all of that now what I think maybe people shouldn't do is maybe use photos of themselves from like years ago because like I looked very different when I was in high school versus now that's a whole different conversation we touched on that briefly in that same episode with my boyfriend on like dating with acne and if people think like you're a catfish if you wear makeup and you have acne which like I don't think so like you're literally the same person you're just have a lash and some you know lip gloss on and I also find it so funny when people are like oh my gosh you're wearing makeup you're wearing so much makeup it's like yes I did not wake up with lashes and my brows slick back and lip gloss on my lips and glitter on my eyeballs like who thinks that we wake up like that you know and I, I've done videos before what where like where I've kind of shown like what men think natural makeup is versus what they think like glam makeup is and they think glam makeup is literally if you have blue eyeshadow and like a red lip like it has to be like super super noticeable whereas like natural makeup can they'll probably look at me right now and think like that's natural makeup where this took me literally an hour which I enjoyed every second of I had such a good time doing my makeup today but that's just always been an interesting conversation to me of what other people think and I 
I think this goes really back to a lot of what I've said on this podcast is like you have to stop giving in to every single opinion that somebody has because if you like something and you enjoy it I don't think you really have to justify it to other people why you enjoy that so when people tell me like you know doing my makeup is bad it's ruining my skin it's blah 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 like it's not who I am it's making me look like a catfish all of these comments like I really have to realize okay well I love doing my makeup so I'm going to do this because it's something that I truly enjoy well also it's my job at this point so like I I mean if I didn't love it I wouldn't do it but you know what I mean like it adds the fact of like I do this on a daily basis and it's something I truly truly love so much but I can also show up, you know, makeup free and that doesn't change who I am. And if somebody looks at you and immediately like deteriorates your worth based on like you with makeup on versus you without makeup and they have that comparison where they're like your worth is less in one case or another, like I don't think that there's someone you should be like really worrying about their opinion if that if that makes sense. But I think this is an important conversation to definitely have and um I think too like there is this whole standard of what makeup should look like on the internet which is the next topic I want to get into here is a lot of people um go online they're scrolling on social media and I actually with the makeup I did today I replied to a comment commenting about my facial hair because you know women grow hair on their faces too I can't believe that people don't think that this is real um but I haven't really like dermaplaned or anything like that in a couple months mostly because my skin's been like really irritated lately so I don't want to like add to that and also like I've just had the worst weeks with like school it's been so busy so like that was kind of the last thing on my mind and I got a comment of like a woman actually which this is what I find so interesting too when it's like other women commenting on women's appearances and kind of like bringing them down but she was commenting on my facial hair and I replied with a video today doing a very up close makeup look and the premise of the video is really that we are so used to going online or in conventional media and when we view makeup or any beauty products we like our brain cannot comprehend when like any makeup ad or beauty ad is done on skin that doesn't look absolutely airbrushed and perfect and I know this for a fact because even myself who looks at like edited videos of herself all the time sometimes I'm scrolling on social media and I see someone with skin like mine and it doesn't really click in my brain either because we're just not used to seeing that it's not what we grew up around we grew up around picking up a magazine and the model had literally poreless doll-like skin no hair no wrinkles, nothing. It was all just one perfect canvas. And that's what we're used to seeing makeup applied on. Even some of the people you see online today, some people have amazing, perfect looking skin. I will say that. But like the majority of people don't. So when we go online and see makeup being applied to skin that is absolutely flawless, which again, we don't always know if there's a filter on it or not. A lot of times I actually can point out filters really easily that a lot of people would think that it's the original video. So there is, you know, the possibility of a lot of filtering also going on. I don't think anyone's skin looks like absolutely poreless that close up. But that's what we're used to seeing makeup applied on, especially these last few years with social media. Like it's only started now to kind of become more of a space where people are being more real about their skin. But kind of up until now, like it's all been, you know, this perfect, perfect skin. And that's what we're seeing makeup applied on. And then when we do it at home, it starts to make us feel like we're not enough or we, 
you know, have terrible makeup skills or our skin is terrible. And that's why I post so many videos showing the comparison between like bathroom lighting, outdoor lighting, ring light, away from the ring light, because it completely changes how your face looks, how your makeup looks. And at the end of the day, makeup will look like makeup on the skin. We're just so used to seeing people sitting in front of a bright ring light that literally washes out any imperfection. And it's because we're just not used to like seeing that. And isn't it so crazy how our brains are trained to look at like these ads and find it weird when they're showing actual realness but then we find it so normal when we see perfect looking skin even though it's not real because that's just what we've grown up with especially as women too there is such pressure to look like a literal doll which is so unrealistic you know and I think it, it makes me really happy when I see so many more people posting more real on social media and showing real skin. Um, and even just the difference between like taking a selfie with your front camera versus the back camera, like that will completely change how your skin looks and what will it'll pick up. It will pick up every pore, every like hair follicle, everything. And, you know, when I post videos of me doing my makeup, and you can see that realness because none of it's edited. People find it weird. They just think I'm really bad at makeup or something. And I'm like, guys, no, like makeup just sits differently on textured skin, no matter how amazing of an artist you are. And like, I, I don't know, maybe like, I mean, I'm always down for like Patrick Ta or Makeup by Mario or Makeup by Ariel to try doing makeup on textured skin. I would actually love to see that because I would love to learn some um, more more tips and stuff like that from them in terms of how to apply makeup on textured skin. But it's just so crazy to me how like our brains are trained in that way. And when we see something that's like real beauty, it we immediately shut it down and immediately think that it's like not right and that it's ugly because it's not what conventional media and beauty standards tells us that it's okay. And that's why I want to have these conversations where we just break down those walls of beauty standards and really just talk about like, okay, like me feeling beautiful in my skin, me feeling glam isn't about how flawless my skin looks. You know, I can play around with makeup and my makeup can be snatched, but that can still show my real skin underneath. And I think if we changed our minds on this and it also, the more people that would you know, open the space for this, the more that this can evolve and actually, I think, help so many people with their self-image. And I really found that comment that I got about the facial hair really interesting that it came from a woman as well because it's, I think a lot of these standards are kind of women putting pressure on other women to achieve these unattainable standards in some, some ways. Um, and I know my skin will never look like somebody else's skin who's never had a breakout and, you know, never has dealt with texture or anything like that. And that's okay. I have a different skin type and I've learned to do my makeup and accept how my makeup looks on my skin. Um, but I shouldn't be like put down by like another woman for like my makeup not looking in the way that they see like ideal beauty, if that makes sense. So I found that an interesting conversation. I really wanted to, you know, open up the space here on the podcast for that and kind of talk about how makeup can make us feel in some ways confident, in some ways maybe lower self-esteem. And in some ways, you know, it's really just that comparison game of what we think our makeup should look like or what we think natural beauty is. When in reality, it's all a facade that social media and beauty standards have created for years. Like, it's not just like, oh, ever since like social media has been a thing. It's literally been years and years and years of magazines, TV shows, radio, like every single aspect of media that you can think of, every celebrity we've seen, every, you know, thing that we've been taught to be as women to hold the standard of beauty when 
it's like what is that what is the standard of beauty other than like your authentic self that is what the standard of beauty really should be and I hope that this conversation can evolve and hopefully you know with the power of social media now and our generation we can make a change but to get there we really need to all step outside of our comfort zones a little bit to be able to break down those walls and really start cherishing our own beauty that we hold and seeing the beauty in each of like our friends and each of our uh, people that we support on the internet but not comparing their beauty to ours because that's when things get a little bit dangerous and I've done a full episode on comparison and um, making sure you know how to not compare yourself to others and beauty standards in life in general and I think that's definitely an important conversation Um, go check out that episode if you want to kind of hear more about that but I think that's where we're going to end off this episode of Loud Talk with Lavi. This was a bit of a shorter episode. Um, This is a topic that I was kind of wanting to talk about, so I thought I would um, have it as the last episode here. And I wanted to just take this time to thank you all for your support on Loud Talk with Lavi. Thank you for listening. This podcast wouldn't be here without you. And um, let me know what you want to see in season two. I'm so open to any ideas you have. I love speaking to you, love having guests on. This is such an amazing platform. Um that I've been really enjoying creating for the past year and I want your input I want you guys to feel like you're part of this show I want you to feel like your opinion matters because it does and I want to hear what you guys want to hear on loud talk with Lavi from me um or if you have any ideas for the podcast at all let me know down below in the comments we do post on YouTube Spotify Apple and all streaming platforms every single Sunday at 7 a.m. MST. If you're new to this episode and just joining me now, go binge all of the other episodes from the past. I'll tell you now, some of the first episodes, we were really figuring things out in terms of like audio, visual, all of that. But we have some amazing guests, um, some amazing conversations over the past year regarding, you know, business. Um, I've interviewed co-founders of brands. I've interviewed Um, other influencers in different uh, you know spaces as well I've had people on that have struggled with body image type 1 diabetes like so many amazing conversations Um, acne as well like mothers people my age like other other people in their early 20s tiktokers youtubers like so many people that I think can really give their own perspective on this show and that's really uh, I'm really happy that I've been able to um, have these people on and have these conversations. So if you're new to the show, um, check out all of our other episodes. I recommend watching on YouTube because then you can see our faces and the full conversation. But if you're listening on your way to work or wherever you are, I just want to say that I really, really appreciate your time and sitting with me through this conversation. So thank you so, so much for getting loud with me in this episode of Loud Talk with Lavi. That is it for season one of Loud Talk, guys. I'm so excited to be back next year with season two and and I just want to say I love you guys all so, so, so much. Thank you for supporting this new adventure for me. And remember to tell yourself something you love about your skin today. And just don't forget to always just be your most authentic, beautiful self because you are worthy. You are strong, confident, and we are all on this journey together. So I love you all so, so much. Thank you for listening. And you will hear from me in season two of Loud Talk with Lavi. Bye, everyone.